0: the pinball network is online launching the pinball show
1: pinball is a game of skill for some it's a passion and a lifestyle it's time for the pinball show it's pinball with personality Welcome back, you donuts and pastries and bagels out there. This is Zach Minney and Dennis Creasel, with The Pinball Show, episode 24. Hey, Dennis. Hey. How are you? I'm fine. Have you been playing a lot of pinball this week? Nope. What about video games? Nope. <laughs> Board games? Nope. What have you been doing? Nothing. Uh, uh, listener, behind the scenes, before we press the record button... I asked Dennis what he was doing this last weekend, he said, nothing. I said, well, okay, I get that, that sounds nice, you don't have to worry about uh, anything big going on, it doesn't sound like, bit uh, video games, pinball, and he said, no, nothing. And I said, oh, bullshit, it has gotta be something you're doing. I said, are you looking at a wall? Are you talking to hot chicks on Skype? What are you doing? And he said, no, nothing. And now he's playing with my emotions because he will not tell me what he was doing. I asked if he was crocheting. I asked if he was uh, balancing the uh, the air in his tire. He'll give me nothing, listener, and I'm blaming you. It's that donut thing on Facebook, isn't it? The donut thing was stupid. <laughs> For those who did not see on Facebook, if you follow the Pinball Network, we have David Dennis from the Silverball Chronicles host over there. He, uh, he helps us with the social media on the Pinball Network, and he posed a question that said, if Dennis Kreisel were a donut, what type would he be?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was mean, pretty mean-spirited, if you ask me. I don't think it was mean. Uh, yeah, I think so, because donuts aren't good for you. Nah. Is that true that all donuts aren't good for you? I think that's probably completely true. What a health donut! There is no such thing, and to speak yeah. of one is treason.
1: I'm looking at the post right now. If Dennis Greasel were a donut, what type of donut would he be? I think it was me that David Dennis said hashtag plain. But uh, yeah,
0: see that was that showed he you the started bias off there. Yeah. The
1: bias, the um, he was already planting the seed Man. in the post. I might actually be on your side on this one. Let's see what kind of answers we got here. um Why? Bro- Brian Cosner says, an old-fashioned sugar. See, that was nice. It was a positive comment. That's pretty plain. Michael Ryman said, a vanilla Long John, no cream. Okay. That's pretty plain. Yeah, but it's a vanilla. Vanilla Long John Vanilla's is actually plain rare. the most flavors. It's the plainest but it's ice rare. cream. It's rare. Chocolate is the original Long John there, so you got a little something there. Oh, this is from Zach Minnie. Oh, that's me. I said, if Dennis were a donut, he'd dot, 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 be a bagel anyway, just out of spite. (laughs) So you couldn't even follow the rules, (laughs) as usual. Had to do your own thing. Uh, Jason Knapp said you'd be a bear claw. That's fair. That's a great donut.
0: I don't even remember what bear claw is.
1: Bear claw's a great donut. Knapp is an EGP fan and Dennis Creasel fan. Dan Donnell said, a "Long John just glazed and smug and filled with spite." Love you, Denton. Yeah, that's
0: great. <laughs> that's wonderful.
1: Long John. A lot of people going Long John here. Anthony Layton was the perfect one. He just said, "But whatever the smartest donut is." That's a suck up answer. Oh, but you won't take it. I like suck ups.
0: I don't even know what like donuts are. Just things. They don't have any. They don't have any strength or intelligence or anything
1: uh, that or you charisma. know of. See, you, you just, your mind stays within the realm of, of human uh, human <laughs> creation. Cracks my, me up. My, First, my the mom, speed of light is talk, the fastest what, you can go. What is and now this it's with, like, oh, donuts oh, are, please, they don't have any you original ignored thought. The
0: entire theory of special relativity. And yeah. your argument for doing so was, well, I took biology in college. I was just,
1: um, I, was, that was just I was trying to that support was me quaint. not being a complete idiot. Quaint. That's all. If I, can, if I can keep up with that, I can keep okay. Uh Orbital Albert, I love Orby because he was just straight up for real with this question. He was answering it as a legitimate question. He said, well, Dennis would be an old-fashioned lemon glaze. Nothing too flashy, just old-fashioned goodness. I
0: didn't even know there were such things as lemon-glazed old-fashioned yeah, donuts.
1: I think so. I know. I think it's a Canadian-only thing. There was some, some good stuff in here. A plain glaze, but inside would be habanero jelly. That was Nick Shell's. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he got a little spice on the inside. Yeah, I like that, that was a
0: little spicy.
1: And then Raymond Davidson, the number one player in the world, said, to be honest, creasel already kind of sounds like a kind of donut. A creasel. Oh, I would eat the shit out of a creasel. It does. Ray Day's right. Creasel does kind of sound like a type of donut. Somebody did say hashtag Team Dennis and said once you get past Dennis crunchy exterior you're going to find he has a very sweet filling. The people love you except for Ryan C. He said something inappropriate. I can't yes, even read yes, here. I saw that one too. <laughs> very inappropriate, Oh, Ryan. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, Dennis of course David you Dennis. Did. Well, I look, I think I think David Dennis should then do one this week on me. I don't think we need to talk about donuts anymore. Okay, well, no, no donuts, but maybe I was thinking about, it. maybe if Mini was a pinball machine, he would be a lot of options there.
0: What, are you wanting them to name a specific machine, or what?
1: Well, there's no rules, just like this donut thing. No rules. There you should can, have been rules. There should maybe be you can rules. name the old System 1. Maybe you can, I, it doesn't matter to me. Maybe a Popeye. I think I would be something beautiful and rare that plays like a dream, but is underappreciated. Speaking of rarity, you and I both appeared on a different pinball podcast this week. Oh, yeah. Remember, I remember originally that?
0: forgot about this.
1: Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I messaged you and I said, hey, thanks for uh, doing that little piece on the final Ram pinball podcast. And you're like, I didn't do any piece. I was like, yeah, remember the, the sponsor of the week thing. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I
0: feel bad because that was just a few days before, but...
1: Yes. I I feel bad too because Jeff T. Ellis reached out and he asked for some of my wonderful singing. Um, and he asked me maybe for a couple songs with original lyrics, and I submitted it to them and I was just the ass of a joke, Creasel. I thought they were really looking forward to me being a sponsor by having my own hit album. Yeah, but I think I no, think you that, knew uh, than that, that that was a joke. I knew better. I didn't know I, I was going to be the I think after the
0: conflict you and Jeff the, had over Hart, you should have known better.
1: Ooh, I definitely should have. I was asking for it. They called it the worst sponsor ever of their show. Um, and I was saddened, too, that I, I sang a little—I'll uh, I'll give you guys a little taste right here. here. Here was one of my original compositions. Here you go. Blinded by white, Some call it abuse Another flasher in your eyes Blinded by white, LEDs are breaking loose Another flasher in your eyes Blinded by Dwight So see that wasn't too bad there I had a little bit of this A little original piece here So kiss my sag. We've been gold on this pinball soundtrack. And I'm letting loose. I'll drop a deuce on all those pinball haters around. Many ask me why I'm such a shill of a guy. Lick my balls and bye bye bye. I am despised and chastised. Running circles around all of them and loving life. Stop it. Yes, I'm back. No, yes, I'm back. Yes, I'm back. And the most ambitious piece that I did, Dennis Creasel, for the Final Round Pinball Podcast Sponsor of the Week, was a little ditty where I stretched my my flow, my rapping acumen, if you will. You know how good I am at that. Yeah. Flow's so sick that I stuck with a hybrid, a rap, and a musical. What's everybody's favorite rap musical right now? It's hashtag Hamilton. People can't get enough of it. So, here you go. Here's a little flavor of Hamilton. Well, the word got around. They said, this kid is insane, man. Took up a collection just to send him to this mainland. Get your education. Don't forget from whence you came. And the world's gonna know your name. What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. My name is Alexander Hamilton there's a million things I haven't done Just you wait Just you wait When he was ten his father split Full of it Debt ridden two years later See Alex and his mother bed ridden half dead Sitting in their own sick The scent thick and Alex, Alex got, got better, better, but his, his mother, mother went, went quick. Moved in with a cousin. The cousin committed suicide, left him with nothing but ruined pride. Something new inside a voice saying, "Alex, you gotta fend for yourself." He started retreating and reading every treaties on the shelf. There would have been nothing left to do for someone less astute. He would have been dead or destitute without a cent of restitution. Started working. Clerking for his late mother's land, Lord, trading sugar cane to rob other things he can't afford. I didn't see, Not too bad, huh? I like how
0: everything that didn't get used is just stuck in here.
1: Well, <laughs> it isn't enough for you. I, had to, I did the whole Hamilton song, so at the end of the show, I'll play that one for you guys if you guys want Ugh. it in its entirety. They don't want it. All we get are complaints. we can't get complaints about pinball news because there is none no no, no, there never is anymore it seems our correspondents have quit they're picketing outside our pinball network office right now probably because of all the songs yeah we want donuts we want news so yeah we, we didn't get but I think one or two submissions you want to listen to them real quick
0: yeah let's go ahead and get through them it's time for TPN industry news Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Jersey Jack Pinball shared on social media this week a photo of some pins and boxes being shipped off to Australia. Could these be pre-release Guns N' Roses on their way across the pond? Well, some users on Pinside use their CSI Enhance ability to try and read the sides of the boxes. Unfortunately, they appear to be Wonka machines. On the
1: upside, this means that the new factory is up and running. A fact confirmed by Ken Cromwell on last week's Jersey Jack Pinball podcast. That's it on another slow
0: news week. This has been Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update.
1: Always nice hearing from the correspondent <laughs> singular. <laughs> uh, uh, I love that uh, Dr. John messaged me. He's like, I might. There is uh, no news this week for the shit uh, f- spooky and haggis. Uh, and I'm like, I want to mess him me back and be like, "Hey, Doctor John, there's new Rick and Morty code. What do, you, what do you mean there's no news? It's new
0: Rick and Morty." Code. Well, but code is not really news. I actually, oh, I don't what? like. I don't like covering code, quite frankly, because you're targeting such a small segment of the listener base with any given game.
1: But everything's got to be universal.
0: No, but I'm just saying it's really boring for anyone that doesn't have a game to just hear about, oh, well, there's a new dimension and there's new positive scoring with it. And let's say
1: HV3LT and HV3RT. Well, when you say it like that. Uh, That's kind of how you'll say it. uh, Watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a brand new code released for Spooky Pinball's Rick and Morty. One of the rarest machines out there, one of the most sought-after machines out there, now has more. Including a brand new adventure. You can't talk adventure without talking Blood Dome. Ooh, yeah. Blood Dome. That sounds like a bad accident that could happen. So we got Blood Dome as a new adventure for Rick and Morty. See, see the difference there in presentation, Grisel? Yeah. Yeah, see? You put them to sleep and made them not care about Rick and Morty. They still do. I don't, made them salivate. They own it or are in on it. I'm, I made them sit there. Oh, mama. I why don't you, why don't you tell us about the new replay animation? Because that's Ooh. newsy. Hey, who doesn't love new animations, new call outs? This new code <laughs> drop has it. New <laughs> replay animations, new dimensions, a thousand times Rick target scoring. I want to know all about that. New dimensions, positive scoring and negative scoring. Hell, you get new lines for tilt, for reset, for attract, flip or press button, even from Bird Person himself. We haven't heard from him yet. And new end of the game quotes. Pfft. And if you thought getting Schwifty was badass, wait for the new call out when you make the shot stirring. Get Schwifty. You don't want to talk about Gromflamite? Oh, Gromflamite battle start. That's like the multi ball. Yo, know, man, I don't want to talk about this, but I gotta. Um, i would love to play this game i would love to update you own this code. one owning one is not the same as being able to play one though okay that's okay. technically true so technically i can't play this code update and technically i can't play last code update wanna know why because you goodness?
0: don't know how to install code updates
1: see and th- and that's what a lot of people would think i put on i don't know if anybody saw on facebook straight on the middle I made the post that said, essentially, I cannot wait for internet connectivity to actually enable code updates. Because this fucking shit is the bane of my existence. I hate it. If it's not a certain pinball machine, updating code is damn near impossible. I can't figure it out. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's the user, you dumbass. No. I, I would argue that it's not. If myself a very well-versed pinball player and collector expert on light an expert if you will you said it not me if i struggle updating code on these games then what about the market in which they're trying to sell these said machines to
0: well the games are already sold they don't really have to code update anything
1: (sighs) Yeah, but then they wouldn't sell their next game if they really dropped the ball. Well,
0: again. I'm keeping things very focused on the near term, Zach.
1: The problem with updating the code, so I had to reach out to Spooky Tech, Chris Menyer, and he's a friend of mine, so he was busting my chops too. Thinking everybody just assumes that I'm an idiot. And they're like, he was like, oh, okay, well, let me teach you how to update the code. Oh. Well, you do you do mention being unable to update code quite a bit. I mean, not just because the it's impossible. Have you did you try to update TNA? I have not done that update yet, no. Man, between a spooky guy, American pinballs should be just like spooky. You just plug it in, doesn't matter if it's on or not. It doesn't matter and it should work. It just goes right into it. A Jersey Jack, don't even get me started on Jersey Jack games. If you own a Mac and a Jersey Jack, good luck. Good luck. You got to get a mass boot, and you got to transfer. Oh, no, no, thank you. But spook is supposed to be easy, except for he recently they're like, well, no. When you do the code update, you have to do it twice in a row. What? Twice in a? row? Well, that doesn't even make sense to me. So what does that mean, Dennis? You have to do it twice. Make sure you update it twice. I, I, I don't guess, know if that's. I guess you have
0: to go through the up update steps uh, two times in a row.
1: Okay, well, that's fine and dandy. So I I go to do that. I get it on a, on a disc. I I put it in there. It looks like it uh, it updates and it says, pull the USB and boot your reboot your game. Okay, I can handle that. But then I'm like, well, I know I need to code update again. But do I need to follow the directions on the screen? Or do I need to follow the directions on the website that tells me to do it again? Uh, So what would you have done there? So do you use the same USB with the code on there already or do you have to put it back into your computer delete that or anything else logs that got put onto it then add the new code on there then put that one in for the second round. See these are all things that I don't know. So I try to do that regardless I try to do the code update again and in three seconds boom it says complete and I'm like uh oh that's not right. So I do what it tells me to I re pull the USB out reboot the game and it comes up with a message that says update required. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. No USB is in it. It's not booting to a game. It just says update required. So then I start re-updating. Okay, let me try this over again, add it there. Update required. Shit, what do I do now? Okay, so then I just start the whole process over. Let me get a new USB. Let me reformat it to make sure it's right because you got to reformat these things which is a pain in the ass. So I go to a PC. Forget the Mac. I'll go to a PC. I'll reformat the USB. I'll make sure it's on XFAT. We're all good. Boom, boom, boom. Updates the code, right? It says you got to you gotta turn it off, turn it back on. But then I know I have to do it the second time. But I see it this time what's going to happen. Sorry for the rant, people. But any of you that went through this bullshit know my pain. So I thought, you know what? This time I'm not going to do it the second time. See what it says. So I turn it on and it says update required. Okay, fair enough. I'll take this same one. I'll get the code right back on and I'll put it back in. I plug it in. It looks like it's starting. Boom. Nope. Says it's complete. But whenever I switch it off this next time, nothing comes up on the screen. It's black. Just a little, small little cursor blinking. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. So I essentially have a dead game that won't accept any USB. I wouldn't even have updated these damn things if I knew that I wasn't going to get to play at all. I'd rather have the old code. you see my frustrations, Dennis?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I get why you're upset.
1: So I messaged Tech, and Chris Menyer's been wonderful, as he always is, trying to help me figure out what I met. Because it's probably something I messed up. I even messaged Eric Pripke on Pinside. That guy is so fantastic. He was really quick to get back with me. He said, Zach, I don't think it's the update that's causing this problem. Um, he said it's it might be a system thing. Work with Tech Spooky, which is what he's supposed to do. He's not the Tech guy, but I thought if he's doing code, maybe he'll know. And I said, I, of course, I know it's not the update because I've done both of these new updates, and and my my game still bricked.
0: Hmm. Maybe it's a chip. I had that. You know, I've only ever had a problem updating one game, and it was a Stern.
1: It happens, I guess. Well, that's what it, I. Well, I and that
0: way I had to call support. Because it would read the update, it would like, it knew the update was in there and it wouldn't install it. And it turned out that my, one of my chips, I think my U9 EEPROM chip or something was, had a leg bent. So ah. it couldn't update the chip and, you know, Stern's tech support, when I called him I said, you need to pull that chip because uh, I think there's a leg bent. And there mm-hmm. was, when okay. I got it out, I saw one wasn't aligned right, which is why it was, that it was my walking dead. And it was still on stock code when I got it. And oh, thought,
1: and on the SAM system, there's only one USB port, too, I think. Yes, I believe mm. so. Okay. It was like, and sense. yeah, it,
0: it would, because uh, I kept thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not using the right format on my, uh, my flash stick, or my flash stick's too big, mm-hmm. it's too much, you know. Yeah. That- but it's like, no, it's seen, it's seen the code, but it wouldn't take. It would just lock up
1: hmm that's what Chris Menyer went through, and he did a really good job of trying to troubleshoot. Maybe the USB's too big. I had a 64 gig. He said, no, you need like an 8 gig. So I found a 16 gig. I tried to reformat that. We tried to put it in different USB ports, thinking maybe one of the USB ports is not. <sighs> tried it all. Maybe I need a motherboard. But surely I don't need a motherboard. Well,
0: I mean, unless it's like a, a connection where the a chip or something or the USB is you know, where it connects to the motherboard, to the rest of the circuitry, because your, your your game plays, so. But I don't know. It doesn't Well, it boot. played before,
1: right? Yes, it played before I tried right. this update. So,
0: but you could still have damage on the board that would be specific to that, some aspect that's only used for the update.
1: Maybe, and that's what Pripke was like, well, no, it's not going to date, because I asked him, I said, is, it, is there any way to mess up the entire system are needing a reset just by trying to code update. And he's like, "No, it's not the updates fault. I'm like, I know it's not the updates fault.
0: (sighs) It's your fault. You failed. Here's the thing you failed. What sort of pinball machine would you be Zach? A broken one.
1: (laughs) The only reason I care, Dennis, this is the transparency. The only reason I give two shits is because I've been through a, a power supply on this thing. Now my game is essentially bricked, which I didn't know any code update could essentially brick a damn game, but I just, I love this game so damn much, I wish I didn't. I wish I could just be like, you know what, I'm tired of this shit, here, I want to sell it, somebody take it, but I won't get rid of it because I love this damn game too much. It's like a mean girlfriend or boyfriend in high school. Damn, they're so hot, they're so fun to be with, but sometimes they make you feel broken. That's a good analogy, right? Sell it. No, I can't. I can't. Yeah, it's broken. You could never somebody could put offer your dignity me, on the line and sell s- a broken game. Somebody could offer me 10 dollars maybe $12,000, and I wouldn't sell it. Oh, I don't know about that, Zach. I'm telling you. Because you need a new desk. I do need a new, Don't get me started on the studio desk, trying to find a studio desk. Nobody makes studio desks anymore. Nobody makes nice ones. What is this? And if you find one, it's like two thousand dollars for a damn desk, and it's going to take four months just to make. What is this? Pinball? Just want a desk. I love it. I don't want to spend two thousand dollars on a
0: desk. Meanwhile, here, take this six hundred dollar and this six hundred dollar topper. And this, <laughs> uh, it's just a desk. Yeah, which you're going to use all the time. Functionality is off the charts. Uh,
1: that is true. I'm getting a standing desk, the one that you press the button stands up. Like, it goes up to a standing, or it's like, why
0: not pay thousands of dollars for a TV? You're going to use it all the time.
1: I get that. I've been looking at new Max. I get that. Yeah, even shoes because you're wearing
0: them all the time, so I can understand oh. you spending. I had someone write to me, incidentally, saying you weren't a uh, you weren't a real Air Jordan fan because oh. you you called them Jordans and Air Jordans and not Jays, so you clearly are a poser.
1: Look, no. Send me that poser. No, nope, Send me that girl's email address. Whoever nope. the hell sent that to you, nope. I'm telling you right now. Nope, poser. Zach, test, poser, mini. Test my the big test my Jordan knowledge. Test them. Just, just try. I will battle anybody. You've already shown your
0: Jordan lingo ain't up to snuff.
1: Shit. You show me a picture of a Jordan, I'll tell you which one it is. Boom. Could you guess the most popular Air Jordan right now, Dennis?
0: No, I don't know anything about them.
1: One through thirty-four. Just guess a number. The most popular air. Oh my Jordan.
0: God! I most don't, coveted. This is. I'm sorry I brought it up. I should. See I shouldn't what have you did. Tried to do a zinger on you. Just ask now for you're a gonna, number.
1: Eighteen.
0: Eighteen.
1: Not really popular. Fell outside of uh, his playing days. Those are the hottest ones. One through fourteen when he played. Stern pinball did an inside the Stern studio with Zombie Yeti. Did you catch that? I did not. It's a really nice feature on uh, Stern Pinball. I don't know if they have it on the website, but the Facebook page where they did more of an in-depth look, an interview with Zombietti and his his style, his approach to pinball art, what got him into it, etc. Uh, but it's nicely done. I would suggest everybody go check that out. And you can't really check out Black Knight Toppers because they were shipping this week. Hallelujah! We mm. waited months upon months upon months for these things to be built again, but. They're now shipping again from dealers, and I think from Stern. But by the time you're hearing this, they've all sold out. (gasps) Sorry. Sorry. And I think, if I'm correct, and you guys always want to hear about the most up-to-date news about pinball machines, accessories, etc., you're going to hear it here on the Pinball Show. And good luck finding Black Knight toppers in the future, because I believe the Stern Pinball... Is about to close the door on that topper. Forever.
0: Nah, nah.
1: And we've pre-sold all of ours, so if you've got your order through us at flippin' out pinball, I think you're safe.
0: I did not get my order in. Oh man.
1: Yeah, I couldn't see you owning a black knight anyway. Why not? I don't know. It doesn't seem like your type of game. Like last week we talked about Deadpool. Me thinking, that's a Dennis Caruso kind of game. Black Knight, I could see you enjoying it enough on location, but I don't see you owning that game. Hmm. Am I right? I don't own it. Do you own any Jersey Jack pinball games? I do not. Do you think you will in the future?
0: No, they would never go in the lineup. You know me and my perfectly aligned (laughs) back boxes.
1: (laughs) They're close to a Bally Williams, so you can cheat a little bit there. I
0: don't own a single Bally Williams.
1: Oh, God. I own a Williams. What do you call them, plebes? Plebe games? No,
0: no, I don't. But they tend to go for a premium because of nostalgia, and I have no nostalgia for them. So,
1: Last time I checked, they tend to go for a premium because they are superior.
0: Oh, so you think that the 90s Bally Williams games are better than the modern games?
1: I think the 90s Bally Williams games are better than the Data Easts, the Gottliebs, etc. They just are. They feel better. They yeah, I remember better. when I was
0: playing the uh, Bugs Bunny Rose birthday ball, and I was just thinking, whoa, I'm sure glad this isn't a
1: Data East. <laughs> that, that, that should have been a Data East there. Nah, data East the, the, the one that got all too, the good licenses. The license. arts
0: too good on it.
1: <laughs> it was Python Angelo, wasn't it? The, the, yeah, data. it was. Oh, my gosh. Jersey Jack Pinball, on a recent Facebook post, said they were shipping games to Australia. <gasps> Guns and Roses. Right, That's what everybody thought. Ken Rudberg was the only correspondent this week, and he he submitted that. So, thank, you know what, Ken Rudberg? You get the correspondent award of, you know what? I was going to say the week, the month. You get it up the month. Sorry, little flipper. You get it. Ken Rudberg is there. Where are y'all at, people? Said that games were shipping to Australia. You said Guns N' Roses. Everybody else was up in arms. They thought, holy shit, we're about to get a Guns N' Roses.
0: Nope. That's so funny that they actually thought that.
1: I know. Why would they think
0: that? Because it'd be a. I don't know. It's it's such a. I know. In some, you know, sometimes you'll hear they'll do the shipment There's a stern like that where they do their European yep. shipment early, and, a couple
1: weeks early, so they land. At the so, same they, time, so they so yeah. they
0: conflate they conflate that a little bit. Company versus you know company A versus company B. Mm-hmm. Plus they think oh it'd be such a surprise and in their heads Guns N' Roses should be out by now. I mean. Mm-hmm. These are pinball people. Don't let's not expect too much of them.
1: Yeah, I knew this wasn't. This no, wasn't a new game. they're not.
0: We're going to know about the game before it's shipped.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did ship. If it is Guns and Roses, very Americana. I wouldn't be surprised if they ship domestics at the same time as overseas, and overseas just gonna have to wait a little bit. Yeah, because I think Stern has done that. They've they've pre shipped stuff, and it kind of got them in trouble. Well, that's early what happened with uh, and, uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm.
0: But it was yep. only a very few quantity, and it was an attempt to get them to locations. And uh,
1: Well, either that or, like, I forgot what title it was. It's like, Belgium gets their first Stern pinball machine, and everybody from the States is like, Are you shitting me? Made America! Do Come people on. really
0: get worked up about that?
1: Yes. Wow. Very much. That's petty. I don't understand getting worked
0: up about things like that.
1: You guys got worked up on the Eclectic Gamers podcast this no, latest didn't. episode. No, we didn't. We were calm. Calm?
0: Yeah. You calm were calm. You guys,
1: you guys were excited. We were calm. You had a lot of excitement talking about video game themes and whether or not they would fit into pinball.
0: Yeah, we tried to go a little more uh off the beaten path, not just That's naming no n- shit. just not not just going around naming themes that everyone knows would easily be transferable. Enjoyable themes, yeah. Yeah. Well, more famous themes. We went, we went more with weird genres and such this time. That
1: nobody, only 2% of your listenership knew about. No, yeah. I think
0: most people know what Tetris is, even amongst my listener base.
1: Okay, you picked the most popular one. Uh, 90% and of Peggle, stuff you guys are talking about, I was like, I don't know what the hell they're even talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about things like SimCity, Civilization. Yeah, these are not small things. They are to a small
1: mind, but... Yeah, I could go back and list them all out. I I had no clue what half of the stuff was. What were you talking about? I love the rule that you gave Tony. You were like, you cannot talk about... And the only reason I know about this game is because Tony talks about it all the damn time. Yeah, that's
0: why I banned it. Satisfactory.
1: Oh, my God. Like that shit. I'm like, I don't know if they're talking about comedy Well, that's why I I I banned that one. Because I knew no one would know about that. I know more than I need to know about that game just because of Tony.
0: Well, Tony likes to play it, so he likes to talk about it.
1: So for those of you who have not listened yet, where in the hell yet? you at? That was a really good episode. You guys are you guys are hitting pretty good right now. You even did a Build-A-Bank that was very enjoyable, and Tony got a lot of pity points and pity votes there because you clearly won again. Uh, but right now you're just edging him. I think it's going to be over by the time this airs.
0: Yeah, it should be done by. Oh, uh, I think it ends him. around midnight on Monday
1: okay yeah you're you're edging him a bit. he made a big mistake during it in my opinion um but well,
0: most of the I mean people write into me to let me know what I did wrong, so do you think yo yeah, oh yeah no it's uh my biggest thing that the two things two statements were people who felt Tony picking countdown meant that Tony should win, and there were others who told me uh like the like Mr. Bruce Nightingale, who you still need to have and do an episode with at some point, mm-hmm. who uh d- auto disqualified me because I put Ghostbusters on the list.
1: But uh, and he's
0: not the only one who told me they just, dro- that they they said the moment you did Ghostbusters, you lost me. Doesn't the matter what, you did what my other five, I was like, matter, okay, didn't matter what my other five picks were. Ghostbusters that was your first was auto, pick, right? It
1: was. So I auto I was auto disqualified by some people. Now the no. moment I did my first pick. Those people have no clue. When you started out of the gate with Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park by Data East, I thought, okay, theme sell, and this guy's about to win.
0: I thought I thought Jurassic Park may have been a mistake. I actually hadn't had anyone tell me whether Jurassic Park swayed them one way or the other. But and then you picked Meteor.
1: Oh. Meteor is the greatest Stern Electronics. Well, and that's why I was, state.
0: all right. So as you may know, Bruce uh, from Slamtel Podcast, he is a big Stern Electronics fan. Yeah. So, I, no like I do because i had two of them. Cuz I'm su- I, I yeah, I had I had Meteor and I had Galaxy. And so I wrote to Bruce cuz I saw he had voted for Tony and I said, "Bruce, <laughs> I'm surprised that you would vote for Tony, even though I know Bruce is a big Countdown fan,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I have two Stern Electronics games and he lives to shill Stern Electronics." Yeah. And he just said, "Ghostbusters Dennis. That's why you can't have my no,
1: vote." It's not acceptable. Yep. Not acceptable. I, Tony I've lo- picked I, I lost a lot of people.
0: I've lost a lot of people who would normally support me. Yeah, I don't know if uh, cracker got Tony any votes or not. Um, no, it didn't. It he picked Safecracker when he didn't have to. Maybe. <sighs> no,
1: no. It's no. a very
0: expensive game, Zach. It's expensive for a reason, Zach.
1: Yeah, if you want $9,000 to play the same game feeling that you get when you get a fucking piece of bubble gum for 25 cents and play when you're at the local convenience store. I don't, for those of you who don't know, they sell this bubble gum pinball machine that you flip around before you get your bubble gum, and it's smaller, and it feels very much like Safe Cracker because Safe Cracker's not that good. Do you know what I was talking about, the bubble gum thing?
0: Uh, yeah, I think they have one at Pizza West,
1: actually. Yeah, that doesn't cost nine thousand dollars. I can tell you that much. <laughs> no, it does not. One of the things that you guys touched on that I want to talk about. So you had a lot of shitty ideas. so I'm gonna put that out there. Um, a lot of shit that just wouldn't sell and nobody cared about. But you had a golden idea. You talked about, and you can go into it a little bit, an idea with pachinko like system up in the in the head. I believe. Is that what you meant, up in the head, or is it in the backboard, or somewhere?
0: Um, well, the idea was to do uh, a, sh- a shoot 'em up video game theme, so what commonly called shmups. And I ah, we, we were thinking thanks for clearing that up. I didn't yeah. know that. didn't yeah, know just, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a genre. It's a okay. it's a game genre. Like yeah, like uh, classic w- in the old days in the arcade world, they were called they were called shooters. But now shooters are first person, third mm-hmm. person shooters like Halo and Call of Duty. But mm-hmm. but this is things like Ga- uh, Galaga or um, oh okay yeah, where you're some so you're objects coming time. at you. right? There's stuff. There's usually lots of enemies and you're shooting lots of shots and they shoot shots. Mm -hmm. And there's a subgenre of that genre called bullet hell, where the screen is just full of shots and you usually have a really small hitbox. And um, anyway, sometimes people call them cave shooters because there's a a company called Cave that specializes Mm -hmm. in this style. But anyway, so Tony had brought up the idea of doing a shmup. And I'd been thinking about that one beforehand, uh, you know, just like years ago, like – wouldn't a schmup be a really cool idea? And I think you could do a bullet hell, and the to me the idea was you'd use pachinko balls, and those are the enemy shots.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, they're smaller, so you can have those go into places. Yeah, you, know, you recycle them in some way that wouldn't impact the ability. You know, wouldn't drain your pinball. But then that would obviously. Uh, uh, obscure the play field that would cause mm-hmm. uh, ricochet issues. Oh, uh, they man. could be released in stages and yeah, the balls could either be involved in the head, like load them in the head and then have some sort of like underneath a conveyor system that where they're kind of, cause there's still, yeah. I want a lot like, like I want a like rapid in
1: fire a lot.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Like rapid fire. So you got a regular pinball though, but I figured with pachinko balls, you could use a lot more of them. You could mm-hmm. release some, like you could have vertical up kickers in certain places to, if you wanted to not involve the head of the pinball machine and just kind of fire them up and shoot them out of little cannons like Megatron mm-hmm. on transform, except it's just the pachinko. So, cause you shoot a lot more of them and the different modes could be different bosses. And so the timing, the firing patterns would change and you're trying to make your shots, but you've got all these pachinko balls in the way. And it, I think it would capture the it, essence of a shmup, but in a pinball way.
1: It was so cool to hear. And I even hearing it now, it's such a good idea having yeah, uh, deterring your shots, trying to get your ramp shot, but then you got these damn pachinko balls firing at you and you, you hit it, one of them and it, it knocks it off its course and you're like, son of a bitch. You're like, God, get out of here. I thought it would be really cool um, when I was thinking, listening to you guys, thinking, now this is what would be cool online combat. You're playing somebody else, if they hit correct shots... They dump it on you, almost like a mm-hmm. Dr. Mario or a oh, Tetris yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. And where, we
0: mentioned Dr. Mario, too, or uh, yeah. Super Puzzle Fighter too, which is the same kind of concept.
1: Absolutely. That would be cool. Then you get this flood of pachinko balls, and you're like, oh, I'm screwed now. Like, I'll never make my shots now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a really good idea. I think
0: how fun all the owners would have when they turn on their game and it starts go- doing that honking, uh-uh-uh, 27 oh. pachinko balls missing. and yeah. they <laughs> have to find where it got stuck.
1: I just like the sound of those machines, too. Ting, 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 mm-hmm. ting like adding them up and stuff. It's like yeah, a slot cause, machine.
0: Because, uh, like, ra- what, Hyperball is, is terribly boring, but the idea with all the balls, though, was, was cool. Mm-hmm. Visually cool. So I think yeah. with, like, little pachinko balls, and it's just, you could have so many ways where it can, you know, it'll drain, but it won't go in the pinball trough and... You, yeah, you have a filter re-
1: down there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So because of the size difference, I think you could I think you could
1: do Talk it. Talk about dimples,
0: though. Whoa. <laughs> and I think I made a dimple joke about that, too. Did I was like, oh, gosh, that? you guys and your clear coat concerns. Oh. oh, man. Yeah.
1: Stern better not do it. They'll never hear the end of it. Uh, right now, Jerry from Multimorphic is like, okay, <laughs> he's coding away on a pachinko. Oh. But that'll take a new module. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'll, he'll find a way. So if Pachinko wasn't fun enough, now let's talk about foosball. Boy, we are really digging here. Mm. There was a recent post that I made on the Pinball Network. You guys got to follow us there on Facebook. Follow the Pinball Network if you're not doing so. It's a lot of fun. But there was a foosball documentary a promo that was shot and aired by ESPN, I believe. And it's going to air on ESPN 2. But they gave a nice one-minute promo about foosball foosball dennis well it's popular well okay my point is if foosball can get some love pinball can get some love if you watch this foosball documentary promotional video you will see very clear that it has everything that i've been screaming and people have been poo-pooing me for doing I think I'm right. Uh, no, I don't think you're right. I think I'm right. It's no. just people have been <sighs> criticizing your
0: stupid, like generic tin pinball machines. They haven't been criticizing that was your just idea one of having, of the
1: capstones.
0: Of having characters all. and focus on personalities. Really? I haven't
1: seen a bunch of. I've heard some to that. people. I've heard some people act like what we've got right now and what we're doing now is where it's at. I think. I don't I, well, think so. Do
0: you not think we already have personalities in pinball?
1: Um okay, I would answer it by saying I think we may have personalities. We do have personalities, but they're not being they're not being shown the way they need to. They're not being exposed, they're, they're, they're not, not being, being exploited. directed. They're not being directed the way they need to. That's all I'm saying. If I was able to be a producer of any of this media, you would see me kicking ass, Dennis. It, it would not look anything well, I, like our that. I'm glad that you believe in yourself. That we've got important. right now. It would look more like this foosball documentary that's actually getting some exposure on ESPN. That's what it would be. It would be characters loud, proud, uh, shouting. You know, that's what it would be. Because pinball is intense. Why can't we just show externally what we're feeling internally so that we can get some exposure and get more people in the hobby get more dollars rolling through get more competition if these comp players want you know they they want competition they want this fun we may have to drudge through a little bit of exaggeration a bit in order to get the benefits of what we're wanting long term that's all
0: well, but the competitive scene was growing until this year for obvious reasons. It, it, no, it was no I, I
1: disagree. Okay. You can't
0: disagree. It's math. It's, I, you All right. You can disagree no, okay. and I can prove our, that you're wrong. Our
1: ideas of growth are different then. <laughs> okay. I, if I'd set, set up a well lemonade be. stand and I sold a cup and I continue to sell the damn the damn lemonade and I sell three cups five months from now and and you know what? 12 months from now, I sold three cups again, so we're steady. A year from now, we're, I'm selling four cups. I'm not, My lemonade is shit at that point. Okay, math says it's growing, my sales, my exposure. But it's shit. It's not growing at the rate that you need it to grow if you're wanting so to make a difference. why don't you
0: tell me what pinball's current growth rate is and why it's not good enough?
1: Qualitatively speaking, I would say, um, is it on ESPN?
0: Now, there's a difference between pinball and the growth of the competitive scene, and the fact that pinball as a spectator event is unwatchable. What do you mean? Elaborate. There are a variety of visual challenges that we have discussed before involving trying to watch pinball. If you look at pinball streams and how busy those screens are because it's so difficult to capture a vertical game on a horizontal display, foosball does not have that problem.
1: Bullshit. It's, a, it's the same same uh,
0: orientation. No, you just, you just shoot it sideways, just like football. You yeah, but you can play
1: pinball sideways. That's a that's a moot point. I, I would say I would say to that when people, because I've heard those arguments. I've I've man, I've looked into this stuff. When some people well, say, oh, clearly not oh, very well, given your yeah. poor
0: arguments on growth and uh, lack of any data. But go
1: on. No, I, I'm correct when people say, "Oh, this lack of technology is the rate." You know what? You know what my answer is to that. Then we fucking fix it we find a way you it's hate all the fixes like,
0: like the heads up stuff you hate all the fixes
1: that is not an accurate fix well,
0: that solves one of the problems which is the esoteric rules that change from machine to machine that the commoner can't understand mm-hmm. Football doesn't have that problem zach For- football doesn't have that problem the rules are the same
1: no matter the field darts Darts is the same. No okay, matter the field. you're you're making a perfect point. You're making my my point points right are there. always perfect. Exactly, and I've been preaching it, and you've been poo pooing it. You said the rules don't change. That's why I want to standardize the rules of those championship one through ten series with ten
0: different games. That's not t- standardized. 10,
1: 10, yeah, it is. Ten is a hell of more standardized than three hundred. A hell of a lot more. But that's changing the spirit of pinball. So we might as well just do
0: heads-up challenges because then we can have 300 and just explain a really simple rule set at the start of every match, and the audience will understand.
1: I'm okay with some of the heads-up. If that was a compromise I'd have to make, I I I, I'm not saying you have to make that
0: compromise. I'm saying people have been trying to address what makes pinball... What I broadly consider is what makes pinball unwatchable. And I, I think that might set... Some people off a little bit. So let me go in and, and clarify, because I know a lot of people stream. Uh, you stream. Mm-hmm. I stream. Mm-hmm. We all uh, stream and there are some, very, there are some very, And there's some very successful pinball streams. But I think in most of those instances, well, people are tuning in to success, the personality. Yeah. That's where I would agree with you about the character thing. Mm-hmm. They're turning in to watch the personality, not really to watch the game. No, they're chatting. And, and even when they're watching the game, by and large, most of the people that are in the audience are already into pinball. So it's not yes. really growing it. In fact, I had someone message me, I think it was, it was, I think it was Travis Murray actually, with the analytics over the last six months, I think it was six, it might have been the last year, of Twitch and those streaming under the, the pinball channel and the overall viewership numbers, um, there's not like significant growth there.
1: That's what I mean by... There's been a lot more growth. streamers,
0: but there's not been, the audience has not been like skyrocketing.
1: Yeah, it's just divided into I can't more, remember
0: if it was flatter or is having moderate growth I don't remember so I don't want to put put the wrong data out there but it wasn't impressive that's my point
1: yeah that's what I don't know and a lot of people don't want that I just I think creating like a, a type of committee or a type of thing and then try to get some resources and present put together some type of pitch to what pinball could look like I think that's where the answer is here because we're we're just I'm not are uh, not sure that pinball here.
0: wants it. Uh, I re- remember when we heard Why about it? how ESPN shot it? shot pinball stuff Money. for the Ocho, and then it didn't air. And then I heard that the pinball people had asked it not to air. They didn't Why want not, it to air. So if those not, in the, if those in quote unquote that, don't charge mean. don't want this, then I mean, if the hobby's not unified, then.
1: We need to create a sub group then of like, which never works. But like the NFL, you know the XFL, they want to do things differently. They got well, you know, ideas. I
0: used to think we had that with Papa and IFPA, but now they don't. That's a good point. They don't, but it doesn't feel that way to me anymore. No. When I first got integrated. into pinball, competitive pinball, if the way I used to describe it to people. Is I felt IFPA handled a lot of the organization of the local small events and mm-hmm. Papa was the one running the big circuit stuff. And now it just feels like IFPA does everything and Papa's just Pinberg. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that it doesn't feel like they're two actual different entities with different visions for what they want to see out of competitive pinball. And maybe it's good that it's unified because it's a small hobby. I don't know. But I used to feel like there were two different voices, and now I feel like it's the same voice.
1: I I try to think of what the motive is for the hobby. And I can see your argument as well as other people's. Maybe pinball doesn't care to be there, and that's fine. For the hobbyist, for the competitive pinball player, I can see them not wanting to put in the time and efforts to make this thing more expansive and more large. But I can tell you right now, the people with some resources in this industry are those that should want to make this bigger, the manufacturers. If I'm a manufacturer, I want to do whatever I need to do to make this thing gain 10 times the exposure.
0: Most of what I have heard on the competitive pinball side of wanting more growth in competitive pinball, however that's defined, be it Mm -hmm. an audience growth or player growth or whatever, Is mostly driven by the desire to up the prize pools that they can win.
1: Okay, that's fine too.
0: That's the one I'm familiar with.
1: Yeah, and I can see competitive players, instead of wanting to win a couple hundred bucks, to win $50,000 in a new car or to win, you know, whatever it may be. To get to that gamer like level, not the gamer, not all the way to the gamer, but to get more recognition like that. If foosball well, can do it, damn it. Pinball well, can you know, do ga- it. We're just not trying ga- hard enough. The gamer
0: enough. thing, it's, an, it's, just, it's interesting because it's one of the – sometimes when I listen to other podcasts, I'll hear them introduce people as professional pinball players. And I always kind of shake my head when I'm driving in the car listening to that because I'm like, there is no professional pinball player. No one makes their living at it. You can make your living at Fortnite.
1: Uh, yeah, just And maybe some pinball, people yeah. would
0: like to be able to, like, if you were as good as Keith Elwin – Maybe you deserve to be able to make a living just playing pinball. But you can't.
1: You can't if it was entertaining. It's there. Like, Look, a couple things. Big personalities. Big productions. Digestible sequencing. Short sequences. Games. Rules. Create a narrative. What you want to tell the viewer. That's where it's at. Long, drawn-out streams with changing of equipment that the viewer sees with uh, no 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 as a hobbyist i like to watch it because i'm a pinball nerd but if we're trying to grow this thing and expand this thing to the nth degree it's gonna take a hell of a lot more than that and it can happen but we just i don't think anybody's made the push yet no segue needed because this is a segment itself it's gonna call hey yo dog, pimp my pinball (laughs) ladies and gentlemen Broadcast alive to you and yours. It's Mr. X to the Z exhibit. Yeah. they like Pimp My Ride from MTV with Eggs to the Zibbit. You know, no one Zibbit. watched those MTV shows, though, yeah. Yes, they did. No listen one listening. Like, uh, obviously, there were people that watched. listeners watch Pimp My Ride? Well,
0: uh, judging from your uh, oh. Cribs thing, no, they don't.
1: They they I'm, gla- I'm glad so you pulled the, the plug on that. I didn't trying. pull a plug.
0: It, no, it's, it's dead. It's, <laughs> it's just, dead. Uh, it's in a no, hate. No, it was, it was good that you pulled the plug, but I understand that you don't want to admit that you had an idea that didn't work. So. The
1: numbers were huge. See the numbers. On pin My Pinball, we're going to talk about some of the new mods that are out that you can use to pimp your pinball machine. The first one up is really cool, and it made me think of this whole segment because this guy loved a mod so much he added a mod to the mod, yo. He modded the mod of the pinball machine. That's like putting a topper on top of a topper. That's just stupid. That's so cool. No, it's not. Topperception. That would be a
0: topper inside of a topper. Uh,
1: that's true. Damn it. with semantics? Stumbler. His name is Stumbler. <laughs> We're already starting out good here. Stumbler on Pinside updated the mod of Swink's snack bar mod for Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> now, I wouldn't ask you to be... Uh, If you're familiar with a snack bar mod on Creature, you're not, correct? No. Okay. Well, on Creature, Swinks did this, and it's a classic mod at this point. We're going to nominate it into the Hall of Fame of Mods because it is a hashtag classic. It was the snack bar sign that sits, and it's lit, always on. It sits right above the snack bar scoop, I think. Um, It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a big hit, but what Stumbler did, he's developing right now a mod that is a Penduino controlled uh, mod that allows that snack bar lighting, it looks like a neon sign, to allow the scrolling and flickering of those letters that spell out snack bar. Back, wee- so not only do you get the beauty of the snack bar mod, now you get it scrolling like a real neon light and flickering like it's turning on. Z- 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 mm, okay. Then. That's cool. It's gonna be another must-have. Yeah, but how
0: how could you with creature? How's it gonna look next? to All those LCD games. Oh, God. Well, I guess you can't. I guess you can't have it. Oh well. Uh, yeah,
1: you can. If you're me, you can have it. Cause right mm-hmm. now you have got six beautiful Bally Williams all sitting pretty maids lined up in a row, and uh, it would just go in that lineup. You've got to separate your lineups. You. Oh, you I see. see. Yeah, yeah. See, like right now, I got in Tron Legacy, I got in uh, Star Trek LE, and I got in ACDC Lucy. Got those all in on trade. Did they go buy my LCDs? No. They went in their own little line now. And that little line is in the studio. See? You separate them. Keep them all separate. You don't let your food touch on the plate, do you? you. That's one of uh, the ways you can pimp your pinball. Look into Stumbler's new mod. Another way everybody wants that Ghostbusters but ban Ecto One Topper. Stern's done making them. I don't think they're gonna re up the license just to uh, make a topper. So Arcadius Maximus with a badass name in and of itself on Pinside, he is programming and trying to build a kit that he can show people how to make their own Ecto One Topper for Ghostbusters. Back, Thank you, Arcadius Maximus. You're now part of My Pinball Club. Use that on social media. Hashtag pimp my pinball. <laughs> Let's see if that goes anywhere. That would be a welcome surprise, right? Ghostbusters topper. People want yeah, it. Yeah, I guess people like it. They sell for like 1200 bucks now. It's almost as if the Ghostbusters Echo 1 topper is going to start trending again. <gasps> you know what time it is. Yeah. It's time for... Like, everybody driving right now and sitting and listening to this... They all just their ears just perked up. Weep. They're just waiting. They can't they can't wait. The suspense is killing them, Creasel. Pinball! Market Pimbaoocket! Back with you, back with you, back with you, back with you. Oh my gosh training up this week. Did you guys miss me, listener? Get a little red sauce on your shirt? Premonition, but I didn't get too many Trending up this week is not premonitions. Trending up is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm a broken record. I get it. But if you go to the Pinside Top 100 right now, guess what? Just reached number one status. TMNT Pro. Stern Pinball. 2020. Suck it, y'all. Hey, we- 9.060. Significantly higher than the number two plebe of a game in medieval madness has
0: the thread been created yet to get people to go and uh, crash it back down
1: (laughs) that happens every time it does
0: it's a it's very pinside's very consistent about the how the top 100 (laughs) how the top 100 feels when uh, interlopers
1: that's right tmnt so money wise not much of a secondary market here they're holding steady from a, from a money, a financial perspective, but the trend here is that it jumped all the way up and it's a, it's a Peebly Pro. How about it? Peasant Pro. Well,
0: you know, I'm hearing Number a lot of people one. like the pros because there's been some reports of some mechanical challenges with the premium uh, LEs and the pros avoid that.
1: Trending down this week is TMNT diverter issues, node board problems. Oh, come on Stern, help a guy out. Had somebody tell me they were like, "What's up with Stern?" I called there and they said that the tech department is closed because of COVID, and I'm like, "Oh shit." So I'm trying. trying There's still, uh, if you guys are having an issue, you can still reach out to Stern, uh, Stern support via email or sending a message. So You can do that, and they'll respond back. But, whew, we've been fielding some diverter issues on the premium LES. Well, I can't say the premiums because they haven't started producing or shipping those yet. So the LES. We will get it taken care of. Also trending down this week, is having sellers actually give their fucking price on a pinball machine that they're trying to sell you. You complained about this like two episode, three episodes, ago. And it just ago. keeps happening. Oh, well. What is the problem? Hey Zach, will you take something in on trade? Sure. What do you find the value is of it? Nothing. Hey Zach, I'm looking to sell this pinball machine. Would you be interested in it? Yeah, sure. What's the price? Well, it's got this, 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 and this. Okay, great. What's the price? Well, if you see here, it's got this, this, you might want to, okay, what's the price? Well, it probably isn't a good fit for you because mother, I just want the price. Give me the price so that I can tell you if I would like to buy it or not. Just think if you had to buy your milk that way, Dennis. I'd like some of that milk, but it doesn't have a price tag on it. Oh, well, you know that, uh, that milk came from a cow. Great. I just want the milk. How much does it cost? Well, it doesn't cost a dollar. But it doesn't cost a thousand dollars. You know what? Fantastic. Please. I want to buy your milk. How much is your milk? Well, this this milk was pasteurized um, a couple months ago. It's fresh milk and it came from a cow named Cletus. Do boy cows, can they... Is that a girl cow thing? Why or are you asking that? I don't know. <laughs> I'll just have help. you have
0: you seen Kingpin? I just named a
1: cow. Uh, you gave a cow, a, gave a, cow a, a bull's name. Okay, so boy cows are bulls and girl cows are... Cows. I just didn't know because chickens are... What's chickens? Chickens can be boy but not a rooster, right? I'm so confused. Right. I, I did take... Uh, graduate level biology though you did
0: (laughs) hens and cocks are chickens
1: so there's a cock and a and a and a rooster a lot of people
0: refer to cattle as cows but cows are female
1: okay i grew up in the country too so that's really sad the point being if you want to sell your game please just give the price that's how this works it's a transaction here's the price of it are you interested? Yes or no? I am not, but thank you. I am, but thank you. Here's a compromise. I'd give you this. That's how a business deal works. Now, I have done important research so we
0: can now fully understand cattle because they have even more terms. Ooh. Okay. Long So, horn. a bull, male cattle, able to breed. Okay. Steer, hmm. male cattle that has been castrated and cannot oh. breed. Cow... Female that has had at least one calf. Heifer, female that oh. has had not had a calf.
1: Oh, okay. There. Okay. The more it's we know. Doo, doo, some doo, are doo. dairy cows, some are not. I guess. So I would be a steer. I
0: also see a notation, uh, and this is from a, a Hohenbend Bend Farm that uh, no cattle are named Cletus. Ever. There's no- <laughs> <laughs> ever. No one's ever named one that, and no one ever will.
1: Cletus it may actually be cow. a violation of agricultural law. I'm over here jerking off a male cow thinking it's going to give me milk. Oh my God. That was my kingpin reference. I know. I love that movie. We got a bull. Oh, man. Sorry. So if you're looking to sell a machine, just put the price of it. Thank God. We have no viewer trends this week, but we do have one hell i oh, deal of the week. Bye, bye, bye. The deal of the week this week comes from Rochester, New York. No, it's not Slam Tilt Bruce. Is somebody up in Rochester? Yeah, yeah. Or is he
0: Rochester or East Rochester? I
1: don't know. So yeah, Lodging Dolphin. Uh, he's a good guy. Do you have a dorset fin? Love me some James. Uh, he's ready to already trade or sell his TMNT LE. And we know that they're training out. He said he likes the layout, just not a big fan of the rules right now. He's willing to trade for a Deadpool LE. He'd also consider a Star Wars. Ooh, smart man. I like that game. Or Batman 66. Ew, James. The game is basically new. It's got low plays. I know. I sold him the machine. 8,900 Oboe? People are trying to sell these things for like $10,000 by Christmas. That's a hell of a deal of the week. Bye, bye, bye! These things are gone, Dennis. Well, that's how L.E.s are. he will have this thing sold by the day of this, uh... Probably
0: before the episode comes out, so you'll have wasted everyone's time.
1: Uh, Another deal of the week this week is from Maffle... Maff, M-A-F-F-E-W-L, out of Louisville, Kentucky. Makes a cool little mod for Deadpool. Listen up, Dennis, because you'll own a Deadpool at some point. The left ramp on Deadpool has a plastic that is notorious for breaking. It always breaks. You can get the... I think Stern will give you another thicker, clear plastic that you can use to protect it. But Maffle, out of Louisville, has created a really cool art ramp cover... This shows the Chimichangas and the Deadpool. So it's 15 bucks, you guys. Bye bye bye. It, it's neat. You got to go out and buy it. It's a deal of the week cuz it's a product that's the solution to a problem and does so by looking good. Bye bye bye. Man, you have to admit, Dennis, you're not much of a mod guy, but if you are going to put a mod in, there's nothing better than a mod that fixes the aesthetics and the functionality of a game. Sure. When the people speak, Dennis, I answer and they just can't get enough of deals of the what the fuck? Okay, okay,
0: okay,
1: okay. This week's deal of the WTF is right outside of Champaign, Illinois. You guys knew I was going there. Hop along the shady bus because we're going to the University of Illinois. I don't know if it's close there, but that's where Champaign is. Uh, so this is from jcush18. I've had a little run in with jcush in the past. And uh, this doesn't surprise me at all that he has this listing. It's for a Rick and Morty bloodsuckers edition. The price, $20,000 is what it says. It's like Lennon said, you look for the person who will benefit and uh, uh, you know. uh, I am the walrus. You know, you'll, uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I am the walrus. Now, if that wasn't uh, sketchy enough, you go ahead and you, you click on the ad and it says, check out this eBay auction. That uh, fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex- Shut the fuck up, Donnie. V.I. Lennon. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. Offered it in no reserve. Highest bidder wins. So then from Penside's $20,000, which was a, a false price, to the link that then goes to a, another website for, for eBay... So he's using Penside to filter people to an eBay auction. Oh, yeah. That makes me fucking sick. Well, what do you care, Walter? Those rich fucks. This whole fucking thing. I did not watch my buddies die face down in the muck. So that this fucking strumpet, this Walter, fucking whore, I don't see any could waltz around with Vietnam, down. man. Well, there isn't a literal no, connection, Walter, dude. Walter, face it. There isn't any connection. Now, is this what the fuck for Jay Cush or is it for the moderators at Pinside for allowing this to happen? My point is- Are you oh. ready to be fucked, man? I see you roll your way to the semis. Dios mio, man. As of this recording, there are 69 bids and it's up to 10,200. If you go into the thread in and of itself, you'll feel the tears of Jay Cush as he said that he's taking a big risk here. He could just fall on his face and not even get what he paid for this machine. He knew what he was gonna get. Woe is me. It's a deal of the what the fuck there. I'm the one taking the risk here. Are you? Are ya? So you know what? $20,000, I'm all about flipping. If you want to flip a machine, you go ahead and flip a machine. Doesn't bother me at all. This is, it's, you know capitalism baby you do what you want to do the 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 wtf here ladies and gentlemen is that well number one the guy tried ripping me a new asshole when i was trying to sell my pirates of the caribbean for more than uh msrp was used as a collector i was trying to sell the thing he ripped on me personally oh yeah this typical zach many doing zach minnie oh, fuck you but second i have a deal i have an issue with using penside to try to filter people over to ebay Pinside Marketplace is not used for an auction-based sale. They they say it all the time. You can't just offer a pinball machine up for sale and say, "All right, highest offer. Here's the forum. Who's has got no? No. Someone
0: needs to would have to report the listing though for the moderators to for sure see it.
1: But it's a mixed bag here. He's got 21 down vote or 33 down votes, 12 up votes. Yeah. See, I'm not arguing with him wanting to. If he wants to sell for twenty thousand, sell it for twenty thousand. Don't put an eBay link to for a no-reserve auction. You can't have it both ways. You can have your lemon-glazed donut, but you can't eat it, too. Liam and me, we're going to fuck you up. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
0: Yeah. You know, in the Google of about the cows, there's people also ask things, and one of them... Oh, no. It says, <laughs> can you eat a female cow? What sort of... No, you can't. They're pure gristle. <laughs> they they don't have meat on them. What, what sort of they're question milk, is this? Milk balloon. It's just like, they're pure gristle. They have no meat on them. They just... They just They're just blobs of fat. (laughs) They they can't actually walk. They're not really cattle in the conventional sense. That's a weird question. It is. I can't. I'm just surprised that it it showed up on that. Apparently there's also, there's also, is beef from male or female cows? Yeah. (sighs) You know, no, we have beef cattle and we can't use half of them.
1: God, It's almost as dumb and idiotic as me not knowing the difference.
0: Can you drink milk from a beef cow? No, you can't. It's bullion and it will kill you.
1: <laughs> what? It's bullion. It's pure bullion. That's where you think bullion cubes come from. When you milk a when you milk a beef cow, they, oh, those cubes just pop out. I like adding those beef cubes to my uh, my green beans. Do you do that? I like adding those to the green beans. Maybe that's just a Southern thing. <laughs> Are cows friendly? No,
0: they're known to kill more than sharks. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Why don't you ask Cletus? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh what does it mean if a cow man. licks you? It means you have COVID, obviously. That's what that means. Calvid. Oh, I should not scroll like down that. here. This is making me very angry oh that these gosh. are very stupid questions. Very. I know stupid.
1: now what you're going to do for the rest of the evening. You're going to respond to nope, Yahoo I'm doing Answers. Nothing today. <sighs> so that was one of your deals with the WTO. I'm just picturing Cletus the cow. Uh, answering the question of whether he can be eaten or not, he says, "Yeah, these nuts." Why do you turn into a whale? <sighs> okay, all right. So, you okay with this Rick and Morty link that <laughs> sends you over to eBay?
0: No, I mean, if I saw it, I probably reported it. If I thought oh, about it, I man. actually don't look at the the so just like look at the sales ads usually. I, I only see if I one of the games I'm watching for, I get one of those email alerts. Yeah. So. That's so, I mean, I wouldn't have ever seen it, really.
1: I see it just because I thoroughly review and research all of the sales uh, in the marketplace as well as Facebook and and Craigslist and everything else so that I can have the most up-to-date researched market analytics for our listeners here at the Pinball Show. Numbers don't lie, Dennis.
0: Okay.
1: That was your Pinball Market (laughs) Trends. Calvid edition. Oh, my God. All right, Duns, let's get into another segment, one that's tried and true here on The Pinball Show. We call it The Pinball Show's Most Valuable Player. You know what I thought would be fun for us to do? You and I tuned into Geekward Games' Twitch stream. He had done on his stream before, what were they called, like battles or something? Well, uh, he hosts. A, or... He's uh,
0: he's involved with a podcast called Geek Fights, and they Geek do fights, that's right. they do verses. It's not, it's like uh, this or that. Th- right, right, right. Where they've done things like uh, Super Mario Brothers Three versus Super Mario Brothers World, Ooh, or a couple. Stuff. of, I think they did a couple of cartoons at one point.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so just sort of anything that geeks might be able to
1: argue over. So that's we why do I that. was. Does anybody else do that? Really.
0: Well, I mean, it is a. We did know, this or that on Straight on the Mountain. Yeah, middle, it's, it's, akin, you know, it's akin to this or that um, sort of oh, stuff. So, uh, yeah. yeah, some people do.
1: Special One Lit did the uh, Drain It or Save It. Yeah, Drain it or Save It. There we go. Yeah, that, yeah. But that was so, more posited one question. Well, a lot of people have their own twist
0: on the concept. I mean, the concept of verses is nothing. I mean.
1: I, yeah, it's not new. This
0: is. Well, I. <laughs> What is it is – Zach, maybe you can answer it. What is this with pinball people so obsessed with getting credit for an idea that they don't execute on or that they do execute on but it's a common idea?
1: I, like I what? Know. what is this? is this? I get I get prickly about some things whenever they're You unique. do. That's why I'm asking uh, you. In part, well, I, I thought I, you were referring to other people. but
0: I am as well. I, t- I see it in all sorts of stuff like, oh, I want credit for being the first – it's almost like – They don't say it like that, but it's almost like, hey, I want to be credit because I'm the first person who came up with. It's like what I I, first of all, almost every idea I've heard in this hobby, uh, especially when it comes to like topics, has been done in another hobby already. So you're not special. And second,
1: a lot of the times (laughs) where I
0: really get confused is when someone has the idea, but they never do anything with it. It's like action is everything. The idea is nothing. That's no
1: shit. God.
0: Ideas are a dime a dozen. I'm hey, sorry. I,
1: I said that I'd like to do that one day. Oh, then piss off. You should have done it.
0: It's just like uh, uh, yeah,
1: I mean, it's like I
0: I mentioned before thinking, you know, if I had the time and had access to like corporate memos, I'd love to write a book about the rise and fall of Premier. If someone writes a book about Premier Pinball, what I have no ground you're to mine about yeah, that. I'd be, be didn't like, do "Wait it. a minute. I didn't do it." So I just I get so confused at that. It's like with, my
1: it. point is we should do one because you and I were coming up with some, you mostly, we're coming up with some pretty cool uh, this or that's or battles or nerd battle or fights or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah.
0: I was, he, I was, they hadn't had an episode in a couple months. So I was trying to give him ideas on ones <laughs> they could fight awesome about. Ones. Like I want him to take the ideas and and, and use them because yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I haven't been doing them.
1: You had a lot of good ones, but my favorite one that I thought of was better Damon Wayans movie, Blank Man or Major Pain. I've I seen said,
0: either of
1: those. Oh my god! See, you and I can't do any of that kind of stuff. We well, don't we can't eat the do same David shit. We don't watch the same shit. We don't listen to the same stuff. Like, we are we are totally different. Yeah. But we love pinball, and we love one another. <laughs> Let's do some MVP. Okay. As a reminder to the listener on the pinball shows MVP, we randomly select using Siri. Out of the top 100 on Pinside, a pinball machine, and Dennis and I each give our most valuable player award to one of the creators on that said game. Hey Siri, baby, choose a number between one to 100. The answer is 98. She say 198. Oh, Nin- 98. 98. I, uh, such an uppity voice. 98. 98. Okay, very timely here. Number 98 on the Pinside Top 100 is High Speed. Now, mm-hmm. what we know about High Speed is that this game was heavily featured on the recent episode of Silver Ball Chronicles here at the Pinball Network. They talked about the mullet years of Steve Ritchie. We know that he's the designer of... Of this game. And Larry DeMar helped with some design as well. But Larry DeMar is mostly known for software. So he got the nod for software. And it looks like there's a mixture of the the music was... But Richie does a lot of the the musical composition. And then Bill Perraud or Perraud did the music. Some of the sound. Eugene Jarvis, Larry DeMar, and Bill Perraud or Parade. And then the artwork. Mark Springer and I think you said it's the backglass of Python Angelo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we got a couple of known people. What are your thoughts regarding uh, this game and who you're giving the MVP to?
0: Oh, well, uh, this, it, this is an interesting one because there were so many firsts that. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to actually give it to Larry DeMar. For Whoa! The, for the programming.
1: Your favorite des- you've you've passed up Steve Rich now a, twice. It, it's a good game. It's a good game,
0: uh, and Steve goodness. deserves a lot of credit for it. Uh, I mean, first first pinball machine to tell a story. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've heard we've heard the tale ad nauseum about that. But I mean, software wise, just th- thinking about this. So it's the first pinball game that Williams had that uh, use, was using the alphanumerics that had to be programmed for. Larry Ooh, had to do that. Point, good point. Um, it played a complete song. Okay, the composition goes to the music guys. But that it played it, I give credit to Larry. Had it coded. Um, yeah. It was the first. Uh, it was their first game that did auto percentaging
1: Oh, I didn't know six. that. So yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So for replay, so that was a big deal to operators. So again, Larry coded that in, hmm. and uh, the progressive multi uh, multi ball jackpots. This was the first for that too. That would carry over from game to game. Either. Competitive players don't care for that. But as a feature that's exciting from a casual perspective, Larry DeMar programming it. So wow. yeah, the layout's good. Steve, I think did better with this layout on getaway though. That'd be where I'd be more inclined to recognize. Cause I just, to me, well, this is kind of wow. like that first time oh he has no. that upper right flipper. I don't,
1: yeah. I don't this love was the first how it, there.
0: I don't love how it feels on this game though. Um, Okay. And then the only other uh, the sound doesn't stick with me so I wouldn't I wouldn't really talk much about the the sound and music folks unfortunately on art I actually do like like the playfield artwork I hate the back glass though I'd never pick See uh, flip this.
1: it for me. I like the back oh, I, I like it. the back glass composition but the playfield so drab it's like comment you're looking down Yeah that. but
0: all playfields were kind of like at least this fit like you were on a road and that's what I really like. My problem with the, the back glass yeah this is this is MVP not LP but or LVP yeah. excuse me uh, is it, I don't understand why it's from the perspective of the cops when you're in the story as the guy getting away from them so why are we looking from their perspective? And second, the cop on the left looks like he's Hannibal Lecter and is wearing someone's face as a mask. And it creeps me out. So, no. Hello, I've, ne- I've never. This was like Python in full rebellion mode or something. I don't like it. Okay. So, Damar. Damar is my MVP.
1: You're giving it to Larry Damar. Yeah. No,
0: there's so many wow. firsts and almost all those firsts are on the software side.
1: I can't give it to Art. I can't. Because you I'm could. You. you just won't. Yes. Correct. Uh, Python. I like the back glass-ish, but he did a much better job on Taxi. So just by default, there it's not his best work. Mark Springer, I, I don't know a lot of Mark's work, unfortunately. But if he did anything, I think it was a it was a cavalcade of different artists because the there's the side art was very much cabinet arts different than the back glass, which is very much different than the top-down uh, direction that they took art on the playfield. So art's out. Music, I don't, it doesn't ring a bell to me. Yeah, I think you'd
0: probably know Mark's uh, art best from uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula.
1: Okay. Okay. Like he's
0: responsible for the whole art package for that.
1: And that's that. That's an art package that grows on you, more so than stuns you from the beginning. So no, Mark, you're going to get a pass here. It's the sound, I like the sounds in this game. Hit the flipper button, you're revving up that... I like the I like that I like the walkie-talkies that tell you that they're they're coming to chase you I like that seven eight nine we've got a pursuit but I like that but that would be I can't argue with your Larry Demar MVP but for most people in pinball if I said what is the earliest pinball machine that you remember that Steve Ritchie did they're going to say high Firepower. speed. No, they're not going to say Firepower. They are. Sure as hell aren't going to say Superman. They're going to say No, they won't. They will speed. say Firepower. If I tell, if I asked a lot of people, what's your favorite System 11 game of all time? A lot of them will probably say World High wind. Speed. That's what I would say. That a radical. But I got to go with Steve Ritchie here. If this is the first time that he gives us his signature on a pinball machine, and that carries over from different games, the different games that become beloved, that we love as much as we do in this hobby, if it's started, if this is the etiology, if this is the genesis of that, then damn it, that deserves my award for most valuable player. Steve Ritchie, ladies and gentlemen, he is the third flipper man. It's often duplicated, but never replicated. Is that how it works? Often replicated, never you fooled me once. Shame on me. Fool- you fooled me twice. Well, you're not going to fool me again. Steve Ritchie's MVP here. Okay. Would you ever own a high speed? Uh, Yeah, Uh, if I got a a good deal on it. It still holds up.
0: Oh, and yeah. Really you know, I've never owned a System 11. Oh,
1: my gosh. How? I, I don't even know that. how that's how that well
0: happens. people start by the time i started knowing about them and wanting to get stuff every yeah, you know, there's just people that scoop them up because once you fix them you can sell them for well over what you you put the effort in so it's mm. hard to get a project um there's just too much demand even for the less popular ones
1: they're just so good most of them are just so good
0: well i for the era i think but from a competitive lens system 11 is one of the worst because they almost all had some sort of scoring exploit Like the progressive jackpot situation or lopsided mystery awards, and they got better though. About like Williams usually were, like you can set Doctor Dude into a competitive mode where it still does mystery awards, but they're not as lopsided.
1: I would uh, argue that that whole era had similar issues. It wasn't just a System Eleven. The
0: the nice thing, and what's really I think why they sell so. uh, fast is the prices of well, well until more recently i suppose but they stayed relatively low so it was the best way to get an entry level game where your rules were more complex than just earn points but there was like an objective mm-hmm. to try and induce you're stuff. going
1: for multi-ball you're going for the jackpot. yeah Boston yeah they,
0: you know they most of them had multi-ball um most of them had you get some sort of you do something and then it would progress to a
1: new mode, which would get mm-hmm. you a new sound or whirlwind. New, you're trying to do the awards. You're trying to get all of them. So you can get the, uh, the mega door bonus. Yeah. or something. You know, they had
0: a uh, speech was in, um, um, and you know, that fell out of favor after the early eighties because they were trying to save money. And, and so it's just, uh, and ramps, it was the first big opportunity to get to play games with ramps.
1: So yeah, I just good, think good all ramps. That, now split level, yeah, yeah, no. Rio, for Rio me, Rio it was the Rio feel Rio of Rio the game Rio. because you can go to those uh, those earlier systems, but for some reason, maybe it's just my perception. For some reason, Dennis, the the flipper feel, the mechanisms that they used in these System Elevens were the first time, and they still hold up. They just feel really good. Maybe it's the materials. Are the flippers the same on a system 11 that they uh,
0: are? Williams did so many flipper uh, yeah. evolutions. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a change around that time, it but I, I don't good. know.
1: So that was the pinball shows MVP. We'll have to see what Steve Ritchie title it's going to take for Dennis to pull the trigger on a Ritchie MVP. I'm interested to see once we do this about 20, 30 times, if there's a pattern in the MVP recipients,
0: Sounds like work, so I don't think we'll ever do that.
1: That's number 24 for the pinball show. We are rocking and rolling 24. That's two dozen. Mm-hmm. Like two dozen That's also donuts. also your favorite uh,
0: Stern pinball machine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? It's actually a fun pin. <laughs> I like that game. Yeah, I it, did it's like not, that it's, game. I've only played it once or twice. It's not bad. Not bad. That CSI is the same way. It's not that bad. It's kind of fun. Uh, double dozen Donuts. You know what? I, I noticed this is a pet peeve of mine. How do you spell donut? I think I typically spell it D O N U T. That's what I thought. But then David Dennis did the He's four Canadian. dough and oh, like favorite. Yeah. Ugh, savor.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, also some things like barbecue get spelled multiple ways. Like I usually just do BBQ, but some people mm. do the bar hyphen B hyphen q q mm. q u e style. And I don't get yeah. upset with it. It's just, it is what it is.
1: It's like judgment. Isn't judgment. Right. Sometimes it has a E, sometimes it
0: doesn't. I, I don't remember. I, don't, I either. don't remember.
1: But the donut, he spelled out dough nut. I, it just seemed a little weird. Dennis, where can people find you?
0: Oh, you can always reach out over with Eclectic Gamers Podcast. So EclecticGamers.com is the website, or you can go to Facebook.com slash Eclectic Gamers Podcast, or just email direct Eclectic Podcast at gmail.com.
1: It's a good program. I would uh, I'd recommend it highly. You can check me out on another highly recommended program called Straight Down the Middle of Pinball Show. It's a video YouTube series all about pinball and reviews and unboxings and and all kinds of fun commentary there. You can reach out there specifically, email sdtmpinball at gmail.com. Or you can just email either Dennis or myself or any of the other individuals as part of the TPN Network at the pinballnetwork at gmail.com. As a reminder to everybody, make sure to follow us on Facebook. David Dennis got us a an Instagram going. How about that? I think it's I've, at I always forget about Instagram. Yeah, I think it's at the Pinball Network. That's some fun stuff on Instagram because some of the TPN streamers or podcasters or a couple of us will do like what we're doing for that day or you know, I'm at the grocery store. Hey, that looks that guy looks like Brian Eddy and take a picture. So it's it's some behind the scenes fun. Hmm. Uh like uh me having a whole pallet full of Star Wars toppers. Yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. We're also on the Twitter now. I can tweet at you. I think we're at the Twitter. The Real TPN. The Real TPN. I don't know about this Twitter, but we're there. So follow us. Make sure to follow us on there. What's going on at TPN this past week? Well, we did have a new Final Round Pinball podcast. They had Carl D'Angelo on. That was a really entertaining interview. I'm telling you, sometimes interviews don't entertain me. Carl D'Angelo really entertained me. He's just fun to listen to. Also, we had a Silver Ball Chronicles, The Mullet Years of Steve Ritchie. This is their second entry into the Steve Ritchie biography, pseudobiography, whatever it was. And Just Another Pinball Podcast. No more drama? Or is there? Tune in to find out. I think it's episode six or seven of Joel's Just Another Pinball Podcast. We did have another submission of the top ten streamer clips. They're getting good. And then we did talk about it. And I think we have agreed to top 10 clips of the month of the year. Who knows where this thing's going to go. Dennis, what's happening this week at TPN?
0: I think Silver Ball Stories is having an episode come out oh, soon. Oh, well, That'd be nice.
1: That would be very nice.
0: And otherwise, I don't know. Do we have a do we have a midweek planned? Where's Craig Bobby? <laughs>
1: Who knows? Craig, where are you at? I think he's the on holiday again. The star that burns again. twice as bright burns half as long. Oh, you hear that, Bobby? I'm dying here. I'm spinning my wheels. I'm trying. Maybe we'll get a Puppet Pals episode this week. Oh, Puppet Pals. Damn it, I've been craving another episode of that. Well, our work goes into the pals. I don't know what they have up their felt sleeves, but I'm ready to listen. Mm. Are puppets made out of felt? Seems like felt. They can be. I don't know what else they'd be made out of. Paper mache, maybe. Socks. Why are your socks all dried up in spots, Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready to buy a brand new pinball machine, you can call us at Flippin' Out Pinball. New Stern? Which one you want Turtles? If you bought a new Stern right now, Dennis, which one would it be? Probably be Elvira. Uh, like an Elvira. Oh,
0: gosh. Unfortunately, Elvira's too expensive for
1: me, so it'd probably be Jurassic Park. But a Jurassic Park? Yeah, that's a good pick. Well, if you're ready to buy it, I can't say we got it, but uh, call us and we'll let you know what's in stock, when it's coming. And as always, free shipping on brand new certain pinball machines. How about that? Back. Hopefully the new JJP will be out soon. Taking interested lists for that. Get on the list right now. And if you want to buy an escalator, stair climbing hand truck, you've got it. Let's get you one out. 812-457-9711 or email me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter in out, pinball. .com. I'm getting ready to. Uh, I think I'm going to re skin my Flipping Out Express, the van. What Whoa. should I? Yeah, I think I'm going to skin it to something. What should I skin it to? I've got hmm. a taco. <laughs> you know what? I thought about a Chimichanga truck. Hmm. We need you all's help. You guys are still listening. That means you're, you're a lover of the show. Do us a solid and go review us on your favorite review catcher iTunes we need a little bit of help there for TPN now on the DB website this week in pinball database they have a specified so you can specify the pinball show not just the TPN the pinball show and I got to tell you Dennis last two reviews have been 5.0 ratings and we need that why we do need we need that. it because we fall in line it's crap it's not a it's not a good representation of where we really fall in the scheme of things so i I would just like a reflection of how people really feel i'm gonna start calling people out i know who listens to the show and who doesn't so if you listen to the show and you haven't reviewed us yet i'm gonna start calling you out like todd here todd at the end of july said i really enjoy what zach and dennis bring to the table zach is hilarious wow wow so that's not very honest todd i love you he said and dennis Counterbalances his exuberance with rational thought, makes them for some entertaining exchanges. And Zach's humor, as it's revealed through various bits and added audio production, is great. I hope these guys keep doing it for a long time. See, why why can't we have more of that?
0: Well, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying that. But why
1: would we need it? Well, we don't need it. We still we still create gold over here, but be nice to to hear it let I me mean, ask jared w july 28th he'll tell you i always look forward to listening to the pinball show to get the current pinball news and talk Zach and dennis do a decent impersonation of the odd couple oh is that what we're doing i guess but the odd couple worked didn't it i don't think i ever saw it we're like grumpy old men i'll be mathol and you'll be lemon i would think They said we do a good job of covering different perspectives, the topics presented, overall good program, and nice to see pinball content produced on a daily basis. Maybe that's just our impeccable work within the pinball network. Thank you so much, Jared W. And if you want to hear your very own review read here aloud live on the Pinball Show, submit now. Let's get to the top of that damn list. Top of the list has a podcast that doesn't even podcast anymore. Come on, people. Let's do it. All right, Dennis, until next week, listener, thanks for tuning in. We love you. For Dennis Kreiselam, I'm Zach Always remember to list the sale price on your games and that <laughs> foosball is completely identical in all ways to pinball. That's yeah, more entertaining shit. Always practice safe pinball. And maybe boy cows, too, have milk. Just not the milk you're looking for. Ah! Up! <laughs> <laughs> How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman drop in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean by providence, impoverished and squalor grow up to be a hero and a scholar? The $10 founding father without a father got a lot farther by working a lot harder by being a lot smarter by being a self-starter by 14 and they placed him in charge of a trading charter and every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away with across the waves he struggled and he kept his guard up. inside he was longing for something to be a part of the brother was ready to beg steal borrow and barter then a hurricane came and devastation reigned My name is Alexander Hamilton And there's a million things I haven't done Just you wait, just you wait When he was ten his father split Full of it, debt ridden Two years later see Alex and his mother bed ridden half dead Sitting in their own sick, the scent thick and Alex, Alex got, got better, better but, but his, his mother, mother went, went quick. Moved in with a cousin. The cousin committed suicide, left him with nothing but ruined pride. Something new inside a voice saying, "Alex, you gotta fend for yourself." He started retreating and reading every treaties on the shelf. There would have been nothing left to do for someone less astute. He would have been better destitute without a sin of restitution. Started working clerkin' for his late mother's landlord trading sugar cane to robin' other things he can't afford Scamming for every book he can get his hands on planning for the future, see him now as he stands on the bow of the ship headed for a new land In New York you can be a new man